Welcome to the Box and Life Podcast, where we talk about everything from happiness to success. From Sunderland, England to Los Angeles, California. From a lean, world-class athlete to a fat guy with cellulite on his ass. Hosted by 2008 Olympic medalist in the red corner, Tony Jeffrey. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast. I'm here in Los Angeles. I'm sitting on my balcony, cup of tea. It's 12 o'clock in the afternoon. The sun's shining, and the palm trees are bristling with the slight breeze. It's a, it's a nice day. Life feels good. I'm loving the feedback from the podcasts. I think this is number 14 now. And my last two guests have both been multimillionaires, not boxers, not through boxing or anything to do with boxing, really. But they've given some great advice, and it's good to get tweets and feedback from you to see that you're using that advice to try and progress in in your life. So you can go check them podcasts out, and remember you can subscribe through iTunes. So every two weeks when I do a podcast, you get a notification through to see that was one there. If you have any questions or anything about any of the podcasts I've done, you can tweet us at Tony Je- Tony underscore Jeffries. If you do the hashtag Boxing Life, I will definitely see it and respond so today i'm excited about this one frankie gavin uh, if you if you if you know boxing you know who frankie gavin is even in america he's he's building a, a name for himself for now and with this next fight coming up against Kel brook for the world title i've knew frankie since i was about 14 15 years old and he's one of the boys who i speak to regularly still uh who, who i've met from boxing he's a, he's a great lad great character so let's just get straight into it. Frankie, what's happening, mate? Just just finished the gym then. Oh, yeah? Everything's yeah, gone? Really good, man. So, can I since I've got this total shot? It's like I've upped everything, to be honest with you. What do you mean? Like, I feel like I'm new. Like, everything I'm doing is much better than I was doing before. My sparring, everything's better. Oh, right. It's only going to uh, bring the best out, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Frankie, in a nutshell, mate, can you tell us if for people who don't know who you, who don't know who you are, can you tell us who you are? Well, uh, as an amateur, I won every title going nearly. I was a uh, English, British, Commonwealth, European Union, and world champion. So I had a good amateur career, and as a professional, I've uh, been uh, Irish, uh, WBO Intercontinental, British, two-time Commonwealth. And uh, WBA Intercontinental uh, champion. Uh, I lost narrowly out for the European title in last August. Come back on the British Commonwealth title again. And uh, now I've got a world title shot. So uh, that's how my career's gone so far. I admit you're having a great career now. And I've been, we've been friends for since, since we were like 14, 14 years old. 14, yeah. Been good at the, the folly, especially now when I've retired and all that. And we'll still keep in touch. Uh, to, to see how, how well how well you're doing, mate. You're, you're smashing it. I know you had that, that setback in that uh, fight the other week. When, when was it? The other month, wasn't it? When was that fight? Yeah, well, about August, last August, weren't it? Oh, that, Just like about that, eight months ago. That's right, because you've, yeah. you've had a fight since then. And, uh, three since then. You've had three? A Hung- yeah, I had a bit of Hungarian uh, in October. I knocked him out in two. Then I beat uh, Skeet. You still there, mate? Yeah, yeah. Then I beat Skeet. And then... Uh, I, I beat uh, 
a Serbian last last month for just ten rounds, just won every round comfortably. Just went for the gears really. Should have went for a few more. No, I just <clears throat> I just kept it nice and simple because uh, I didn't want to take any risks. I was mostly fighting Van Heerden on May the ninth. Yeah. So so what happened with uh, with, with with Chris Van Heerden? Uh, you just got the better offer for the better fight, bigger fight. Yeah. Uh, it weren't before that. Uh, that was on, and then I got offered the final eliminator against. Timothy Bradley for the IBF World Title, uh, June the thirteenth in Madison Square Garden, New right. York. But uh, as I was about to take that, I just thought, you know what, the winner gets Brooks. So I just thought I'd just give her a call and just asked him, can I have the Brook fight? And he rang back and said yes. So that was that then. Oh yeah, so simple as that. Yeah, well, he obviously had to go through Cal. Cal's a very <laughs> confident guy, thinks he's gonna win. Yeah. So he done that and uh, then it was on. Just got the numbers all together and had a fight there six weeks away Saturday. So let's go back that back the, the amateur career, mate. Uh, so I, I remember when we were away, you were beating everyone. No one would beat you. We'd, we'd go to tournaments and people were like, oh, you would see the, 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 the disappointment on people's faces because they were going to wanna face you. You know, like that, when you when they were your weight. And then yeah. we boxed in the World Championships in Chicago and, I, and it was the Olympic qualifying. I was like, oh, shit, Frankie's got to fight this Russian. Uh, Alex, Alexia Tishchenko, and I remember this when he was in a tournament. I was like, "Shit, he's he's the best. He won absolutely everything." Uh, it was like, "How many fights? Can you remember his record? How many fights he had?" Yeah, I don't know what he's had all together, but on the time I boxed him, he was on a five-year unbeaten streak, and that included <laughs> uh, a couple of worlds, a couple of European titles, an Olympic title. He was like the pound for pound number one amateur in the world in the rankings. He was, he was, so was unstoppable. Really... And I remember being ringside with all the boys and we all know how good you were, but realistically, you're finding this fucking, this fucking guy who, who doesn't lose. So yeah, you got to find a monster, weren't it, going in? It was. I remember it going in, pretty scared. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, you beat the shit out of him. You beat him pretty easy. And he never had it off the either because he was smashing it. He was... He was fight, fighting great through the tournament, and then when you yeah. you, you you really up, upset him and upset the Russian team, and everyone couldn't believe it, and that just put your name right up there, and then and then you won the world championships. And is it, are you the first Briton ever to do it, or the only? Or first and only British guy. Well, still, no one's done it. I know Anthony Joshua got the final. But yeah. I'm still the only one ever to do it. Yeah. Uh, and and even after then, you went on and you, and you were boxing. You were, Going to tournaments, just winning gold medals left. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we went in the unit, the European Union thing. We and I beat that Boris George and that guy Alakai. I beat all them in the European yeah. Unions when I went up a weight. That's right. So, I, uh, I was and then me and you. Did me and you? Where did me and you go? We went that time. Sweden was it? Sweet? No, <laughs> they weren't. Sweet. And we, we both won a couple of fights, didn't we? And then we oh, both was, got injured. Remember? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Sweden. I think that was the that was the tournament. We, we, we both got injured eating cakes. <laughs> We're like, ah, we're not going to fight anymore. No, I'm injured. Yeah. I hurt my rib and I got your arm or something. In my arm and your rib, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so we, we, we just went and had a laugh for the rest of the, uh, for the, rest of the trip. Away. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. We, we beat our hardest <laughs> opponents anyway, so it didn't matter. Uh-huh. And then, uh, I mean, we've got so many stories, so many fucking great memories, mate, of, of me and you and then yeah. all the boys as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, like there's, what, one time we were, we were in a... Uh, in in France, and yeah. we were, we were, we were uh, walking through the street. There was, I remember on the team there was me, you, uh, 
Steven Smith. Steven Smith. Man, Quigley and all them. Quigley. Uh, <coughs> Danny Forrest and all them there. I know Michael Gray did that with uh, uh, John O'Donnell, Tommy Donald Keller. Donald. Yeah, yeah. It was, a great, it was a great team. We're walking through the street yeah. in, in France and there was uh, a couple of couple of lads and I think one of our English team probably would have been you. There was <laughs> <laughs> some abuse to them. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Remember the fat one? He come over to us, and one of us called it. He weren't me, but one of us called him a fatty, thinking he could speak English, and he could speak English. That's how it started. One of us called him a fat fat, and he could speak English, and he started going mad. I remember it clearly. And then the next, the next thing, there was so there was two of them, and then it multiplied to four, then multiplied to six, then multiplied to eighteen, and then and then and then by that must have been about fifty of them, and they were fucking <laughs> they were chasing down that street. Yeah, they stoned our hotel, didn't they? Put all the windows through. I remember rightly. Smashing shit through the hotel, and we, 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 the, the England boxing team, obviously can fight at all. But there was that yeah. many of them just chasing us down the street. There's probably a hundred together in the end, weren't there, mate? So many. I couldn't. Like the whole of France started on us. <laughs> that was that. I mean, the, the, the story is like so funny. I've listen, this mate. I've saw. I've been meaning to text you this. I, I found a, uh, I, I found me old phone from years ago in. In, in one of the drawers over here in Elliot, and I, I put it on the computer and I thought I'm going to look for it and I found a video I found a couple of videos one I'm, one I'm not going to talk about on here uh, with, yeah. with me and you hanging out with a window in uh, Sweden France, uh, Sweden yeah. well, was I, that not in France? no I think that was Sweden where you were hanging yeah. out the front anyway and then there was a, a, another video of you <laughs> in in Sheffield where you you, you pinched Bradley Saunders' car and you couldn't even drive then. You never. <laughs> you pinched the car. Took it on the field. I'm in my car with Tom Stalker. You're not. I remember that, yeah. And he starts screwing his car around the field. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll have to send you it, mate. Yeah, you'll have to send me that, yeah. Uh, I, remember, I remember that exactly when we were doing that, yeah. Quality. <laughs> uh, all sorts of shit we used to get up to when. Uh, yeah. Interesting uh, memories that people won't believe, ain't they? Ridiculous, and I can't, I can't wait one day. And I remember, I think I spoke about this. Remember 50 Cent in the bedroom listening to that? Right. <laughs> 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 uh, one day I want to meet up with all the boys, uh, all the England team. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to have a reunion or something, yeah. won't we? Definitely. I, I, I wrote a little list down, and I'm not, I forgot people, but the, the boys who we want our team with, like family, it's like me, you, Stephen Smith, Danny Price, James DeGill, David Price, Billy Joe, Carl Yaffai, uh, Perko. Tom Stockman, Neil Perkins, uh, Bradley Saunders, yeah. Stephen Simmons, Tony Bellew. Yeah. Don Broadhurst was there, wasn't he? Broadhurst in the Commonwealth Games. Uh, we'll have yeah, to. He used the balls, everything. But yeah, we'll have to do something definitely, mate. Uh, I, rem- I remember w- w- one time we were on a training camp and uh, it was Calvin Travis was in charge. and Oh, with me and you, yeah. I- and he got us, there was, to, yeah. there was about 50 boys in the room, and he got me and you to the front of the room, and he said, all right, so this is how important flexibility is, and he made me and you bend down and touch our toes, none of us could do it. <laughs> Touched our knees. <laughs> got our knees. And can you remember what he said to the full group? Yeah, that we would never make nothing, didn't yeah. we? Remember? These boys Probably here just... will, yeah, will never accomplish anything in boxing, because we couldn't bend down. Clearly. And... Yeah. Uh, the, you won the Europeans about a week later, didn't you? <laughs> then I won the European Championships, and then, you know, it was just, it was just stupid. I thought that was a funny thing I, I had to play. Yeah. I, it, I, well, t- t- I, want, I want to know, I want to know a, a day in the life of you in a training camp. 
Yeah, uh, say if it's just a, I like to run in the morning about six, right. and then I then I go to the gym. I just my runs change from sprints to long runs to uh, shorter runs and all that and different things. And then I like to go to the gym around eleven, twelve. I would do pads, uh, bags, circuits, skipping, or just the normal boxing stuff. But if it's a, a day of sparring. I won't run in the morning. I do my spa. Then I do a few bags. And then most nights I either do a run. Well, there's a guy called Jamie Reynolds. He owns a philosophy gym in Birmingham for strength and core. And I spend three nights a week with him. And he's just bringing me on, getting in better shape, getting stronger. And uh, he's doing a lot for me, really. Nice. Nice. So you're still running twice a day? I remember you doing that one. Yeah, and I I don't really need to for weight no more. I mean, like, I run in the morning. If I'm like, uh, if I'm not sparring, if I'm sparring, I just run on the night after. Right. The days I, I I don't spar, I do the philosophy on the night. Yeah, and what's your... All it is, like circuits, uh, a lot of core, a lot of box jumps, or just what you see in the, in the gym. Just see me on the internet, on Twitter, Instagram, Jamie Reynolds. Right. see what we do, it's really good. Oh, nice, nice. I think I've seen Craig Gardner uh, post a picture with me. Yeah, Craig's done a few bits with him as well, yeah. He does a lot of footballers. Yeah. And he, he also trains Anthony Joshua and Tony Bowie. Oh, nice. So he, he knows his stuff. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Frankie, uh, and what, what what about your diet? What, how's your diet these days? Oh, my diet's really good these days. I love better. In the morning, I have like porridge or my cereal with skim milk, the red lid. And then uh, for lunch, Tom makes my lunch every day in the gym. I have like chicken, tuna, just different meats really, with lettuce or rice, salad, loads of different salads. He cooks my lunch every day. Then on the night I go home, I have like uh, a different meat with eggs most of the time, boiled eggs and lettuce. Sometimes they have like a wholemeal wrap. I just mix it up really. And I just drink water now. And the odd Diet Coke now and again, very often, not very often though. Yeah, I remember you were addicted to Diet Coke at one time. At one point, yeah. <laughs> uh, and obviously you no know, drink. Or, uh, do you drink coffee and tea or not? No, I don't, never. No. Very rarely. Maybe after a fight because I'll have a whole pack of biscuits with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that, that's your day in the life of, of your... Uh, and what days do you have off? Do you have like one day off a week? Or you... Sunday, I just do a run on a Sunday. Yeah, that's your off day. Just a slow run on a Sunday, yeah. And then <clears throat> when you're not in camp, I mean, I've not been in camp with you, so I know what happens and how it goes. But can you tell us what, what, what's a day in the life of you when you're not in camp? Uh, I like to play five-a-side football a lot now, to be fair. I play three or four times a week when I'm not in camp. Oh, nice. Uh, and, that, and, I, and I still keep training with uh, Jamie Reynolds at Philosophy. But uh, like now and again, on a weekend, we could go out now and again. <laughs> my, my, when I go out now, I mostly go out with the missus now. But I uh, could go out for the night, don't know, maybe a couple of drinks or something. Or yep. I like to go to the cinema a lot and stuff like that. And, and I go out for food quite a bit when I'm not in camp because uh, you can eat what you want, really. Alright, oh, that's good. And how much weight do you put on? Do you yeah. grow up still? Or what? What do you do? Uh, I go to like 12. 12 stone. And you fight at what? 10? Yeah. 10 7. 10 7. Oh, yeah, that's right. You work. Yeah. Now you move though. Yeah. Bangy, uh, do you ever think about life after boxing? Yeah, I have a lot lately, to be fair, yeah. I'm, uh, that's why at the moment I'm just uh, going through all my gym courses now. I've been into the college and that's what I can do. I just want to pass all like, my. Uh, uh, what's it called uh, coaching courses so I can do like uh, personal training so now I can box as a box in boxing now I'm a manager I'm on the verge of becoming a 
a trainer, like getting my trainer's license. I'm a boxer. I passed all them, so I'm just on the trainer's license now. But I also want to just personal train people as well, do group classes and that. You, you think? You, you, why? 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 I just uh, I don't want to stay in fitness. If I don't stay in fitness, I'll be a fat twat. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to stay into it. I've always liked it, so I want to stay in boxing and stay in fitness. To be fair. Well, me, I, I, I'm not sounds far fetched, and it sounds like a million miles away, uh, which it is. But and I'm being deadly serious. If you want to come to LA, I've got these two gyms that's booming. I want to open a third soon, and there's a, there's always a job or anything you want here for you somewhere to stay. Bring the wife, bring the kids. Uh, you've always this is a, always an option for you, mate. It'll always yeah, if I. That's that's great offer, mate. Thanks. Yeah, I, I, I might take you off on that one day. <laughs> you should. We can get you on that aeroplane. Yeah. I'm gonna be a pussy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that will be great. Uh, and uh, so you've obviously earned a few quid in boxing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what have you done with your money, Frank? Have you? I, ho- I hope you. Uh, I, I own a house now, which I didn't know before. At first, when I first went pro, I was just spending a lot. To be fair. Yeah. I'm just getting things I never used to be able to get. Yeah. But now I've got a house and that, so I'm doing all right, really. And I've got money in the bank, so I'm all right. That's good. That's good. I'm not scrimping or scraping. I'm not ever borrowing money. If anything, I'm borrowing other people money. Yeah. <laughs> I've, and I've heard you. I've heard you great at that. I heard that you uh, that you're helping pay uh, towards people's funerals when the when the families. Uh, yeah, I did. I did that. Yeah, with a cousin and that. Yeah. And because uh, Zoe Robinson being over there, she she loves you. And uh, she's yeah. all the all the nice stuff you do. Uh, yeah, I get on really well with Sorry. Yeah, I, rem- I remember. Nice I remember when I told you before about what I did when I was when I was boxing. It's uh, advice I would give any boxer up there who's earning decent pay days, like I know, I know you are. Yeah. Which is, but put put the money into properties. I've I own five houses. Yeah. Because I I don't owe, I've not paid for them. I've I paid for a little twenty five percent of them. Yeah. And I've got tenants in. It's a great investment in there. Uh, yeah. Oh, with my one, it's owned. No, really. Now I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, with that one, it's owned. But yeah. I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, definitely. See, I've got tenants in all mine now. Frankly, it was five years ago when I bought them all, so it's a fifth yeah. mortgage in ten years. I'll be forty year old, forty year old, and I'll have five houses paid for. They're only worth about uh, seventy grand each. Uh, yeah. Each, but they'll be bringing the income in constantly. I think that's something that all boxes, like I see, who can afford it. <laughs> Should do. Right. It's, uh, Definitely, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Frank, uh, I'm not, not going to keep you too much longer, mate. So, uh, no problem, mate. Babies around, but uh, I just want to tell you, mate, that you know how much I love you, and me boy, and all that. And I really want, yeah, cool. really, really want you to win this fight. And, and I will win it, mate. Trust me. I've, I've had a lot of things on the internet. People telling me I'm not good enough. I know I'm good enough. Yeah. And when I get told I'm not, that's when I prove to everyone I am good enough. Yeah. And it'll be one of them times again. I'm really confident in this fight. People have got to remember, I didn't get offered the fight. I asked for the fight. Yeah. And I, 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 I know that you, you, you're confident, you're quite confident. I know he's, I've seen some shit that he said, he, he's, he thinks he's going to do this and that. But uh, yeah. I, I really know, uh, well, I know that we haven't seen the best of you as a professional yet. Yeah, not definitely not, no. You... This will be the time. Well, it comes out, definitely. At times, when people have pulled it on me in fights, I've, like, obviously, I've showed glimpses, but this is the sort of fight where I've got to do it 20, the whole fight, yeah. the whole 36 minutes, and that's what I plan to do. With Denton Fasal, I was a big, bigger 
underdog in a lot of people's eyes. I didn't see it myself. He raised my game and people and he didn't get anywhere near me. And I think these are the fights that do that for me. Yeah, then you had something for you to get up with in that Bradley Ski fight. I, I don't think you were up for that no, fight. No, I just weren't bothered really. I just thought turn off and I'll beat him to be fair. Yeah. I trained hard, I just mentally I just weren't right. Yeah. I just thought easy fight, you turn off and blast him. Yeah, no. He just ran and ran the whole night, so it weren't the best performance. Got the win and moved on now. You know you've got to be on your A game, so you will be on your A game and uh yeah, definitely. Your shot with boxing world. I know I know that if you if you can beat someone up for four two minute rounds I know it's not that much anymore, but if you can beat someone for four two minute rounds with the with the style you can do, it's conditioning to do it for for, for twelve three minute rounds. And definitely yeah. You you can do that, you can beat anyone up in the world and I'll tell everyone and I'm not fucking trying to suck your dick or blow your own trumpet here. Uh, uh, but uh, I'll tell everyone, you're the most talented fighter I've been in the gym with. And I, you know I've been in the gym with some talent. Yeah. Uh, Definitely right, yeah. I can't wait, and I really believe that this time we're going to see what, what what I'm talking about, how good you really yeah. are. Thanks, mate. I'm sure we will. Yeah, <laughs> and I will look forward to seeing you uh, when I get back, so I'm going to come and meet Definitely, you. mate. We'll definitely get the kids to meet up and that, mate. It'll be good. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I, get I, my, I, my youngest might smash your door. I don't know yet. <laughs> I was just about to say, I was about to say, I don't know about getting me little girl into your, into your phone, boys, but I know what you're like. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. All right, Frank. Well, we'll thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. I'll thanks again. Soon. Cheers, mate. See, see you soon, Tom. Thanks. What a great lad Frank is. And like I said, I think on the, on the David Price podcast was just how much these boys mean to me they're like, they're like brothers and we've got like a special bond we, we, we grew up from from boys to men if you like from 14 years old when we met and we went through so much shit together with the boxing and, and so much good times bad times and uh, so we've we've got like 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 Frankie David and James D. Gale Stephen Smith Danny Price a, a lot more of them we've all de- developed and that's why I just wish them all the very best in the world and uh, there's no one I want to succeed more in boxing than my close group of mates that my England team not all doing good now so I'm, I'm really happy and really proud of them uh, if you if you like me podcast you can check out the other ones please subscribe on iTunes just click the little button and you'll get a notification each time I upload one I upload them every two weeks also go on my website TonyJeffries.com if you want to get my emails or the first emails on network and how to network to make your life better just go to TonyJeffries.com and, and type in your uh, email address and I'll send you the one email that I've done. I'm, when I get more emails in there, I'm going to start sending them every month. So thanks again and please share it. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter and all the Facebooks. Not Tony underscore Jeffries. And if you want to leave me a, a review on iTunes as well, I will not be mad at that. Until next time, see you later.